0: here
1: Hello from New York City. We're in
0: the fucking big apple bitch. That's
1: right. I'm sorry we called you bitches, but you deserved it.
0: I didn't say bitches, I said bitches.
1: Everyone knew what you meant.
0: Okay, though. maybe I said bitches, but I meant bitches. It's fun to say. Okay. Whatever.
1: We are taking a little trip. Mm. Um and we're using
0: well, it's a little vacation.
1: We're taking a little. Um, it's vacation with purpose. We we're using all these credit card points mm-hmm. to stay in New York for a few days and see a bunch of theater.
0: We squandered those goddamn points. We said, you, you know, let's get those points, and now they're like they like they fell through our fingers like sands through the hourglass.
1: This is what we. This is what points are. I for. like when they're
0: there. I like when it's built up and it's there. And we'll build them back. Up. And then you you just spend them all in one click. We'll it's build them like back unfair. up as we
1: go into debt during the
0: strikes. Ooh.
1: During double strikes. Um,
0: so this is fun. We're Oh, on my, stri- God, oh my God. <laughs> oh, my God. We went, <laughs> we went on strike. Double strike all the way. Double strike all the way. What does we're, this mean? Uh, so I don't know if you guys have heard the news, but we're in this Performers Union Screen Actors Guild, and we just <laughs> went on strike. <laughs> and, uh, well, you know, it's funny because um, I just... Uh, I just signed our podcast under a Screen Actors Guild podcast Mm -hmm. contract this summer. That's right. So I worked with SAG. I did a bunch of Zoom meetings, filled out a lot of paperwork so that I could ostensibly be your boss. (laughs) That's just kind of how it Wait, that's why you did it? No, it just like it was accidental Mm -hmm. because I produce the podcast Mm -hmm. because there can only really be. I mean, it makes sense that there's only one producing entity.
1: Yeah, Highlander style.
0: That <laughs> that produces Stay of kids, And because I'm the producer, mm-hmm. therefore now I am your employer, but also my employer.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. You're self-employed.
0: And so, yeah, but we are allowed still to work under our SAG podcast agreement.
1: Yes. Just, just so you know. We just can't <laughs> promote anything, which don't worry... We have nothing to promote.
0: Mm. We can't promote anything under the struck companies.
1: Any of our TV shows or movies that
0: we're a part of. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's funny. That's rich. That's so rich. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so yeah. So, we are here and they declared this strike and... Um, I don't know. What do you think? What's the state of the? What's the state? I have no idea
1: what's going to happen. I mean, I wanted this to happen. I think it should happen. It had and to happen. Things should be ground to a halt. Um, but I, we were talking today, trying to figure out what's going to happen when the strikes are over, when we return. Yes.
0: What it, what to what, business? Yes. What is what, that? what does? <clears throat> what is the new shape of? If we win, gains.
1: Mm-hmm. what
0: is the new state of the industry that we're going back to yeah. if we don't win any gains is there an industry to return to yeah that is sort of the question yeah that's why this sort of like inflection point has happened with the writers and the actors and you know crew people and you you know, it's just it's uh I guess not the directors.
1: <laughs> no, they're special. The directors the directors are very got a
0: deal with the with the producers. They had
1: a groundbreaking deal with producers and, that, uh, and they, they did their own deal and they I weren't know. happy with it at first, but then they were made happy. Yeah. And so they don't they can't help us because they're too special. And I mean,
0: happy. where they they're saying they support this though. So I well, guess like nice. on, on like, the one hand that's I can't nice. be like mad about it because They're not the real enemy, but...
1: They're just people that emotionally manipulate people to do their jobs (laughs) because they don't trust them to be able to pretend properly. (laughs) So, yes, they're an elite league. Except
0: for maybe Greta Gorg. I feel like she doesn't. I'm
1: sure she's... Of course there's exceptions. I mean... (laughs) Yes, of course there's exceptions.
0: Okay. So, anyway, we're here. Went to pick it today. Paul got a little bit of a summer cold, so he got laid up been testing for COVID like nuts. I went to the I went to the Target, the CVS in the Target near us. I got a big old pile of COVID tests. So far knock on damn wood, I guess.
1: Can I tell you, and I didn't want to bring this up, but you did kind of skimp on the brands.
0: That was it. That's all there was. That's all there was? That's all there was. Wait, are you talking about because I bought you got
1: store brand NyQuil, DayQuil. It's
0: not store brand. It's generic. It's like the real. It is the same thing.
1: I understand. Wait, understood. you don't like the? I generic can make DayQuil. I can make DayQuil at home.
0: That's not. By the way, it is the actual DayQuil. You open it up, and it's those orange gel caps.
1: They're actually kind of pink.
0: Oh my god! It's the same goddamn thing.
1: Right, I'm just saying.
0: God. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't get the freaking, like, you know, couture, haute couture Dayquil.
1: Well, I am too.
0: By the way, it was like everything was behind a case yeah. and everyone was like clamoring for the kid with the key. Yes. So it was like. And you know
1: I'm just teasing because I'm very grateful to you for doing that. You've been, you
0: know, that's what you say on the, on the. That's what I said in life, too. You said it in life. Yeah. <laughs> He said it in like. Anyway, we're having a glass of wine in our hotel room, so I want to talk about. I didn't get to tell. Should I just start with my little story that I didn't share with you, or do we go, or do we talk about other things? Uh, (laughs) Tell me the story. Oh, okay. So, all right. So, we're staying at this hotel. Um, I won't say what it is. Yeah. But um, it's like it's like a nicer. It's like a nicer brand hotel mm-hmm. because we we did it not just uh, with points but like it was like part of like a look.
1: nicer version of a chain hotel.
0: But it was like yeah. that like the the our credit card had like a collection of deals where if you like stay you know we got like a night free yeah you know it was like a sale I mean it was still still wasn't cheap because it's freaking yeah. Man- Manhattan or yeah. whatever still used all our points and then and then um but then it was like. Oh, one of the amenities of the hotel <laughs> was that they had like a fitness center mm-hmm. and um like an indoor lap pool. Like an infinity lap pool or something. I, it's they said infinity lap pool. Mm-hmm. But that was like saltwater lap pool. And I like it's like Can an you indoor have an
1: indoor infinity pool?
0: Well, okay, I think they're this is where I'm going with this is <laughs> okay. that I think they were using the word incorrectly Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) because okay so they were like so and then there's like a picture of the pool the indoor pool on the website Mm -hmm. and um and i was like wow that looks nice like you know i'm gonna take my i'm gonna take my goggles and my suit i love like I freaking love a lap pool, you know? And it's true she does. I folks. was like, I'm gonna swim some laps. He's a
1: real water baby. <laughs> and
0: so I was like excited. So I go down and the door is locked and I'm like, Oh, okay. So I asked the lady at the desk upstairs and I was like, Hey, like where is the pool? Because I could see like I thought I saw like a jacuzzi mm-hmm. through the door. And I was like, "Is yeah, it?" You
1: love a jacuzzi.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And she's like, "Oh no, that's where the pool is." And I was like, "Okay." Um, well, it's like locked, and she's like, "Oh, well, are you going to use it?" And I was like, "Yeah." And, and she's like, "Okay." Um, all right, I'll send someone down. <laughs> <All right. laughs> to um to unlock it, and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so I get dressed, so I gotta get in. I gotta get like suited up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then so sorry, I'm having my weekend water. Um, and so I go get suited up, and then I um I walk in where the uh where the like pool and jacuzzi is, mm-hmm. and I'm like, um, and it's like a tiny room, okay, <laughs> and that pool is, I guess. Like it's about like it's about like seven feet by like five feet rectangular size. Oh, what? So apparently, and it's and it's four feet deep,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so apparently it's like one of these pools where you turn on a current.
1: Oh, one it's of like these a deals. fitness pool, right?
0: Where where you turn on a current right. and you swim against the current exactly. as like a training exercise and, yeah. I, and i'm like okay so i walk in i'm looking around and there's a man sitting in this tiny room in a suit in a black suit mm-hmm. black shoes socks bow tie mm-hmm. the full nine
1: so he is an employee of the hotel
0: oh yeah so you right away picked up on that well
1: because the guy at the front desk that's how he was dressed
0: oh okay so there's an employee a a man there's a man in there in this room that they've unlocked for me with a tiny one person jacuzzi and a in a fitness pool with the current in there and he's sitting there and he's reading some documents and I come in and like
1: reading some documents yeah he's
0: reading some documents what do you you mean he's reading some documents he's holding like a a sheaf of papers like sheaf of papers stapled and he's reading them Hmm. and how to not kill pool person <laughs> i'm like in a bath i'm like in a bathrobe uh-huh. with like goggles and like <laughs> Did you the goggles on already no they're like okay. around my right. wrist or whatever right. and i walk in and i'm like but i'm like in a bathing suit and like i walk in and he's like oh and i was like is the pool open and he was like oh yes and he's like do you want me to turn it on mm-hmm. and I'm like oh um, okay like uh, you know like I'm like getting my bearings like mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to do the jacuzzi first or the pool first or whatever mm-hmm. but he's sitting there and I'm like okay um and it's, like, a small room. Oh, mm-hmm. by the way, like, there were pictures of, this is what I was getting at. The pictures on the web, so there's, like, mirrored walls <laughs> inside this tiny room. Uh-huh. And so, like, they had taken a photo, like, standing where the pool, like, the full pool was not in the frame of the photo. Mm-hmm. But there were, like, mirrors that, like, sort of. Made an illusion yeah. of it, like being. <laughs>
1: like it was different on the website.
0: It was different on the website. Sorry, that's a Jill Sobule song that Paul and I scream sing whenever we go to Palm Springs because it's such a great song. But um, um so yeah, so and um, yeah, it's called what is it called? Palm Springs Joe's like, number two. Palm Springs Palm Springs Joe's number two. Okay, Fairly <laughs> so, got through that. So do you want me to turn it on? I was like, okay. And then I, like, felt the water, and I was like, mm, it's not totally, it's not super warm. So I was like, I think I'm going to do the jacuzzi first. And he's like, okay, I'll turn it off, and, and you can get the jacuzzi. And at this point, I'm like, wait, this man is going to be sitting here with me? Like, It's starting to, like, like pieces are coming together. Mm -hmm. And then he sees me putting the pieces together of, like, being a woman in a bathing suit in a tiny room with a man in a suit, Mm -hmm. like, where no one else is fucking around. And he was like, I'm the lifeguard. and (laughs) (laughs) And I have to be here. I have to legally be here. I have to legally be here. And oh. like and like I was like, Okay. Now I'm like now what do I do? Like I yeah. can't like back out because <laughs> right. I've made them like unlock the chamber <laughs> right, right, right. and send down the fully <laughs> the, <lifeguard. laughs> the fully suited yeah. up. The like and I'm like he has his shoes on. I'm like, okay, like if I'm drowning in this thing, he's he's fully clothed. Mm-hmm. I mean Uh, Granted, he could just reach over. I mean, it's only four feet.
1: Yeah. I mean, if it's literally like a bathtub. If he's four foot five, (laughs) he can save you.
0: (laughs) I was like, so now I'm having to like, I guess, like choose. Like, I don't know what I where I am. Mm -hmm. He's something he's having some kind of a day. Something was going Mm -hmm. on with with him with his documents because he's very engrossed Mm -hmm. in the documents. And um, and I'm like, okay, so I do the jacuzzi first to, like, warm up my muscles. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this. I've never swam against a fitness current. Like, I've never done that before. Mm-hmm. <sighs> So, I'm like, okay, so, like, I'm getting my goggles on, <laughs> like, whatever, whatever. So, am like, like, okay, can you turn it back on? I think I'm going to give it a go. And, uh, and so, he gets up, it was, and he turns it back on. Although, by the by, like, I could have turned it back on. It was literally like a wall switch. Yeah. But at this point, like, he, like, it's like he needed me to need him mm-hmm. in some way. Mm-hmm. And I needed him to, like, disappear. Yeah. But... Uh, you know and so i'm like okay whatever so i get in and i start like i try to swim against the current and like it was like i stu- like putting my head under and it was like blowing like water into like my not like against like i wasn't blowing out hard enough so mm-hmm. it kind of blew into my or like the fi- right. orifices in my faces and yeah. i was like oh i could dra-. i was like oh i literally could draw right like right. i was like this is not, there's something wrong with this pool maybe mm-hmm. or something. But still, but I was like, okay, so let me figure, this out. So let me blow harder. Let me do a different stroke. And by, by the by, like, I was like, it was decent for a backstroke, mm-hmm. which I tend to not do because I'm like, I always bump my head on the pool. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like good at like, like turning. I'm like, I don't. Uh-huh. Swim laps that way, you know, Mm -hmm. and so like I backstroke, I'm always like having to crane around and look and like not Mm -hmm. bash my head into the (laughs) into the wall. So I was like, well, this is the first time I like had a backstroke experience where that wasn't the case. But um, now I'm like hyper aware of like how long I'm swimming Mm -hmm. because it's like what how what amount of time makes it worth it for him, right? You know, yeah. Uh, (laughs) So because like I'm really like not loving it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so that,
0: that was my experience. I just wanted to share that.
1: <laughs> How long were you there all together?
0: Um, say? I think I did about like I did like about anywhere uh, like almost 15 minutes of swimming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did another soak in the jacuzzi before I come. like I did a jacuzzi soak About 15 minutes of trying different strokes Mm
1: -hmm. so I
0: don't drown. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, I don't think I'm, like, a particularly elegant swimmer, and I did not like that this guy was just sitting there in a suit. Like, it was weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was strange. (laughs) Yeah. And also, I didn't see anything on the walls that said, like, there had to be a lifeguard. There was just a bunch of, like, signs that was, like, you know you know don't, don't run drown. don't yeah yeah like don't run and you know and i was like promise us you won't drown but, like i feel like something happened or something that's like the vibe i got because it was locked i had to request it open right and then they had to send a fucking he was just like sitting there waiting for me after i said i was gonna go change mm-hmm. like i took my time changing i mean how long was he yeah. sitting there waiting for me to fucking material you
1: thought that somebody was just gonna lock the door and you'd have it to yourself
0: Oh, yeah, I was, like, kind of psyched, actually, when I saw that no one was on the other side of that door, and she was like, oh, I'll unlock it for you, and I was like, oh, good, I can swim laps by myself and have, like, like a meditative sort of experience, you know, and then it was like, no, it was me and, like, a strange man. (laughs) Do
1: you think it was locked because so many people looked through the window at the pool and said, oh, that's not what it is? No, like because
0: I thought it was a jacuzzi that I was looking at and that the pool was around <laughs> the corner from the...
1: You thought the pool was the jacuzzi? Was not was visible.
0: Yes, when I looked through the window, I right. saw what I thought was the jacuzzi. Yeah. And I thought, oh, the pool must be the, to the right where it, there was a blind spot and I couldn't right. see. But really there was... It was so, people,
1: I, so many people walked in and saw it and then said, fuck this. They were like, <laughs> let's just lock that door.
0: Also, like clearly they were using infinity pool to stand in for like a current pool or like a yeah, like a th- wave. That's pool. not the same thing. Like a fitness pool yeah. or whatever.
1: I always thought Infinity Pool was it was an outdoor pool yes. where there was no edge
0: it, it is.
1: On one side. Yes. So it looked like the water goes on yes. forever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: And people have those fucking infinity pools mm-hmm. in Los Angeles up in the hills. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you're floating on a float, you could literally just float off the fucking edge. <laughs> and it freaks me the fuck out. Like sure. those infinity pools that look out over all of Los Angeles and they're like on the edge of a cliff. We, it's weren't, like we weren't
1: meant to look into infinity. <laughs> it's not God's plan.
0: Yeah. Anyway, that was my little adventure while you were sleeping off your your summer cold.
1: Which I That's still I have. Um I'm doing my best. But the last couple of days I've slept in.
0: You slept all day. Yeah. yeah. You needed yeah. it. Yeah. I feel like you ran yourself ragged last weekend, this past weekend. Yeah. I think also I also have a little have right.
1: bit of jet lag. Yeah. Because uh, at night I have much more energy.
0: Yeah. Like Dracula? <laughs> yes. Right? Yes.
1: He's so tired during the day.
0: And this morning we recorded because we've been promising them for our weekend water premium subscribers. Mm-hmm. We've been doing those recaps of and just like that. So we That's had to right. watch, and just like that on on like our computer in the bed, mm-hmm. and then
1: <laughs> it was very sweet and cozy.
0: <laughs> it was very fun. So so we're in New York. It's raining. We just got caught in a torrential. Yes, we're torrential. here to see some
1: theater tonight. We so we attended the Tale of Sweeney Todd. When we left the theater, it was pouring rain. We, we did pack our rain gear. I was yeah.
0: very, like, I'm a real rain gear whore.
1: You know what was nice was hearing the um, the rain on the roof of the theater. Yeah, it, it, we like the it started, like,
0: pouring in the middle of the, yeah. of the show. It was very
1: atmospheric. It really helped. So
0: what did you think of the show?
1: I really liked it. I'd never seen a production of Sweeney Todd before. Me neither. Um, I was, I think I was predisposed to like it because of, it being Steven Sondheim and The Macabre.
0: Yes, and and, and Scott Ackerman was like, it's my favorite show. And I was like, yes. Oh, I was like because yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott's a big like musical theater nut. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll go see it. And I, really I was like, really pushing a bunch of straight plays on on us. <laughs> yeah, which I like too. I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's Broadway. Um, I get it. But we
1: have a nice mixture, I think, of things that we're seeing. Um, but okay. I, I liked this. Annalie Ashford played Mrs. Lovett. And
0: she was kind of my favorite. Oh, uh, she stole the whole thing. She stole the show. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yes. And it was interesting
1: because I think that Josh Groban, who played Sweeney Todd. Mm -hmm. I think he just let her. He didn't. I I thought he was smart to not try to go toe to toe with her Mm -hmm. because he couldn't do it. He
0: didn't play anything comedically at all. No, he he... stayed very dark and straight. And she played things for last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that worked
1: absolutely. Yeah, she was great, and I think apart from her and the guy who played the beetle,
0: mm-hmm. oh, I was, loved who him, who was also
1: funny. Other than them, I think it would have been a very rote production, you know. But they added real life to it. Per- I
0: personally, I was uh, appreciative of of the comedy.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, what you need in a thing like that because that's what I it's think too. I feel real like downer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was you know it was great staging and. um. Great chorus, and uh, a, it was a really good production. I really enjoyed it, uh, and I'm, I'm glad I finally saw this show. Yeah. I've never seen, any, never seen it any iteration of it.
0: Yeah, me neither.
1: Last okay. night we saw, um, was our, which was our first night, we saw a play called I'm Gonna Marry You, Toby McGuire, in this, uh, you know, one of these, like, real offbeat theater spaces called The Cell. Um, and
0: fun because we went to see because your daughter was
1: in it. <laughs> yes my tv daughter tessa who is uh, a very Albertson. talented actress she's so good and she it, t- i'm gonna marry you toby mcguire it's an original play about this 14 year old girl who manages to kidnap toby mcguire and keep him prisoner in her basement
0: yeah and for it's the purpose pretty, of marrying like him. super unhinged yeah
1: play yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's really bananas and really it's fun. a three
0: person three-hander yeah and they were all like amazing yeah I really thought the cast was, and I loved the, I actually loved the writing. I thought there was amazing jokes in it and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I want to see more
0: from that writer. And Um,
1: Tessa was great. I was so proud of her. She was, she was so good. She was so good. She's so talented. And, you know, I was really happy we got to catch up with her a little bit afterwards. Um, We went to the Chelsea Hotel.
0: So the, so the theater was sort of next door to the Hotel Chelsea.
1: Chelsea Hotel, honey.
0: I know that but it says Hotel Chelsea on the sign so I just feel like Oh, does it? I've never heard it ever But everyone anything. like sort of calls it the Chelsea yeah. or the Chelsea Hotel. Okay. So, um okay, so okay, here's the deal. So, the Chelsea Hotel <laughs> Look, I mean, it's like this sort of mythical New York of a certain time and place. Yes. kind of hotel that sort of Fell into sort of ruin a little bit, yes. even though it still housed artists. Or yeah, from so what I be- understand, it became it
1: became a, almost a flop house of of famous artists. You know, over yes. the years a lot, a lot of music people from the world of music.
0: Yes, and like I mean, like if you've read like Patti Smith's "Just Kids," like it figures heavily in in that book mm-hmm. and whatnot. And so, like, it's always had this sort of mystique to it mm-hmm. i happen to know an actor who lived there and he'll post about it like sometimes like his pictures and stuff from yeah, there, yeah, and, yeah. like it ned I, ned, yeah. ned van Zandt. yeah and um and so i'm always like intrigued by it and i never had been in it like the old version ever yeah. and you know i had a little bit of intrigue but i was never like like a chelsea hotel head like i was mm. never like oh you know like some people are yes I do want to see the documentary about it now that mm. we've been there so they recently re- renovated it like revamped it and has have made it sort of like a real arty, kind of hipster sort of European vibe um destination
1: yeah
0: and so we came out of the of the theater we were hungry we hadn't eaten and um I was like well I mean there's the Chelsea Hotel right there. Mm -hmm. Should we see? So, like, check it out. So, we went and um, we kind of looked in, like, some of the rooms. Not the rooms that you rent.
1: (laughs) We stole a key from a housekeeper. No, we went in the... (laughs) We creeped into people's rooms.
0: We went in the lobby and there were, like, open doors. And I was like, let's look in this room. Let's And there was, like, some awesome... There were some awesome rooms. It looked really
1: cool, yeah. Like, I was like,
0: this is pretty rad the way that they've done this. And so, I guess there was, like, this tapas bar... That was attached to it, mm-hmm. and we ended up grabbing some food and drink there, and it was freaking awesome. It was great, yeah. It was like I was like, this place has an energy to it. I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like now I want to like go down the rabbit hole of like the Chelsea Hotel because I feel like I've been sleeping on it a little bit, mm-hmm. and you know, because we have like very mystiquey hotels in yeah. LA, of course, like of course. very LA, like yeah, you know, we spent time visiting friends at the Chateau Marmont and mm-hmm. our first date was at the Beverly Hills Hotel That's in right. the Polo Lounge That's right. many, many years ago. Yeah. And I don't know, I just like a hotel with some mystique is um is kind of up my alley. Yeah. It's a neat thing. What do you think?
1: Oh I agree. Um I stay and you know we we were we were talking about this at dinner tonight that there is a different energy and I I don't think it's something that I really thought much about or wanted to give much credence to because usually when people say things like that, it's just like they're over romanticizing some place. You know what I mean? But there is it did feel different. Like when we had dinner tonight, it felt different when we were at that place, that restaurant last night. It felt like this has this place has a New York energy. It would not be the same where we live. You know,
0: yeah. And I was like, oh, and I was like trying to pinpoint Paul was like, what do you think? Like in L.A., like what place has like the most New York feel? Because L.A. has a totally different feel. Yeah. And I wouldn't want it any other way.
1: Mm -hmm. Like
0: I like the mystique of L.A. Like Mm -hmm. I'm sort of like down with the whole like Hollywood history stuff.
1: Absolutely. You know, there's a different vibe and it's good that it's a different vibe. It's it's great when cities have different energies like that.
0: Speaking of Mystique in L.A., did you know No,
1: that? not the mutant. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Mystique from the what is from that? Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. That? The blue lady who can
1: shapeshift. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? I'm so glad you don't is know. Is it a comic book? You don't know the first thing about it. It's is so it a great. comic book? Yeah, it's a comic book thing. It's the X-Men.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Mystique was a bad guy. <laughs> She was a blue woman who could shapeshift.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: in the movie she's nude.
0: <laughs> what?
1: In the comic book, she always wore like this. Like,
0: Wait, are you fucking ki-
1: white dress? Are you or fucking
0: kidding me? In the comic book, she wore clothes, and in the movies, she's yeah. nude. Yeah, yeah, Fuck. yeah. Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burn it down. I'm sure. <laughs> Burn it down. I'm sure somebody Pick will it. tell me
1: I have the timeline wrong, but. You know, when I read the comics, she had clothes on. And then when, uh, what's his name, Brian canceled, Brian Singer made the X Men movie.
0: Oh, it was Brian Singer.
1: Yeah, and Rebecca Romaine was Mystique.
0: Are you. And everything so they, like, about this her body. is like. Everything about this is making so much sense to me <laughs> in a way that is gross and mm-hmm. enraging. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, Rebecca Romaine is like amazing and was probably like yeah paint me i don't care i'm gorgeous i'm a statue i don't care but on the other hand it's like that guy's a creep isn't he like a pedophile no. is he uh, the pedophile guy
1: i do not know yeah there was there was um i don't
0: know the am details. i and is this defamation i don't know who this guy is so. but there's
1: but he allegedly no he's like a terrible um, he's doing like doing stuff with underage men. he has yeah.
0: like a terrible reputation in hollywood yes for sure like to the point where like My agent would probably be like, I would never send you on on anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that person is... Yeah, I don't
1: know. Is he still doing stuff? I don't know. I have no idea.
0: Well, I mean...
1: But look, he is a director. He's one of our special few, so we can't judge him too (laughs) harshly. They're special people directors. Um, Okay,
0: wait. I was saying, speaking of, of L.A. Mystique. Yes. They just... Did you know that they just released the... One of the Manson murder- murders,
1: Leslie Van Houten, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: What do you think about it? It gives me chills a little bit. It's
1: so weird. I remember when they let Squeaky Frome out.
0: Oh, yeah. I kind of forgot there's precedent. But, Was but, uh, the but Squeaky Frome didn't... Wasn't there one that didn't do anything or something?
1: I can't remember all the details. Whereas
0: Leslie Van Houten, I believe, yeah. admitted to...
1: There was one that they let out. This was in 2008, 2009, when I was working on Best Week Ever in New York. And they let one of them out, one of the Manson girls, and they interviewed her on the Today Show. And then later, because it's the Today Show, <laughs> <laughs> they have, like, a musical act that's outside. Stop. And Stop then it. they showed her in the, in the audience, like, bobbing her head a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, our previous guest is out there, too. Enjoying the outdoor the, concert. One
0: of the Manson <laughs> murders. Okay, like on the one hand, like is there, a, like is there, like do you, can you serve your time? I don't know. On the other hand, I mean that's There's what it, such a crazy, like that's unusual it, crime. I, I know, mean, but, a... the,
1: but that's what it has to be for. I mean, like if we're if we're gonna have a if we're gonna have prisons. It has to be for people to, you know, be rehabilitated to serve their time and so forth. I mean, the prison system is fucked, but, you know, how old were they when they were, you know, doing that?
0: Well, and also, like... if They the... were, like,
1: sucked into a fucking cult.
0: Okay, here's the thing, and I, I don't excuse any of it, because, like, that murder was... I mean, I think if you're Gen X and you kind of grew up with that looming in the, in your like parents history or, mm-hmm. you know, like the boomer history, mm-hmm. it's sort of like kicked off. I mean, it was like the end of the sixties. Mm-hmm. Like people look at that event as like the end, like when people started locking their doors or, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like if you watch Mad Men, it's sort of like, that's the, that's like the, the end yeah. of the sixties or whatever.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Like. It's such a, like, the way that we looked at stuff like that then, mm-hmm. the way we look at, like, cults and stuff now is different. It's already different.
1: Yes, we used to be scared of cults, and now it's a TV show that we all love. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a new cult TV show! Hooray! But what is so crazy, I think, I is and what is so different mm-hmm. is that there are so many more there are so many cults. Yeah. America has so many cults.
1: That's why people come here from all over the world. Well, cuz
0: it's the religious freedom shit. Yes, people love to be free. They <laughs> love the freedom of being able to join yes a cult. Exactly. And that's why this country was started.
1: There's people living under you know, Putin who are like <laughs> I wish I could give so much of my income (laughs) to some (laughs) short weirdo.
0: To my short king. To my short volleyball king. (laughs) But also, like, if you go down, like, I kind of, like, because I've lived with the Manson, as a true crime person since Mm -hmm, high school, mm -hmm. like, you can go down some crazy rabbit holes about it. yeah. About, like, M.K., MK Ultra, Ultra, yeah. like, like, where you're like, okay, they might not have even been brainwashed. It's possible, like, the CIA was conducting, like, hallucinogenic experiments on these people. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really go down crazy rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. And that's wild. Yeah. I, I just think it's a little creepy. I mean, I, I guess, like, on the one hand, you're right. Like, I believe in rehabilitation or whatever. But on the other hand... It did send a chill down my. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, because they're connected to this horrific thing. And it's like, it's very hard. Even even though you're looking at this woman, she's an old lady now. Mm -hmm. It's very hard to separate that. She's an
0: old lady who got who as a teenager, this defined her entire identity. Yeah. 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 Until she dies. Yeah. And that's wild. Yeah. 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 So I don't this, know.
1: the moral is, don't join a cult. Don't join a cult. We'll be right back.
0: We'll be right back after these messages from from us. Oh, Green Chef, so chic and unique. <laughs> What's Green Chef, you guys? Well, it's a Green Chef CCOF certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating. Well, easy, with plans to fit every lifestyle, like keto, paleo, vegan, veg, gluten-free, you're just looking to eat more balanced meals. We're all trying to do that. Green Chef offers a range of recipes or receipts, as we call them back in Charleston, to suit your prefs. So, now, guess what? You can choose from 50-plus weekly menus and market items... Discover exciting new flavors that support your healthy lifestyle. It's sustainable. You can feel your best this summer with seasonal recipes featuring certified organic fruits and veggies, organic cage-free eggs, and sustainably sourced seafood. And did you know that Green Chef is the only meal kit that is both carbon and plastic offset? They offset 100% of their delivery emissions, as well as 100% of the plastic in every box. Plus, nearly all packaging materials are curbside, recyclable in most areas of the U.S. Listen, that's why Green Chef is is better as far as a meal kit company. Because they care about the planet, and they also care about feeding you and your family. We love getting Green Chef, and we always make the recipes, and then we take a picture of the recipe, and then we... Compare it to the picture on the recipe card, and it always looks the same, and it tastes delicious. We absolutely appreciate Green Chef. So, you guys, go to greenchef.com slash homekins5050 and use code HOMEKINS5050 to get 50% off plus free shipping. Go to greenchef.com slash HOMEKINS50 and use code HOMEKINS50 to get 50% off plus free shipping okay it's the number one meal kit for eating well thank you green chef and we're back guys thanks to our wonderful sponsors
1: yeah <laughs> it was a sponsor it was not thanks a lot sponsor
0: thank you to our w- sponsor
1: <laughs> um so what what do we have left to see we have tomorrow we're gonna see
0: the doctor, the doctor oh which by is a the play. way I'm like I keep saying so the name of the play we're going to see is the doctor and I keep saying like Well, that's when we go to the doctor. (laughs) And then Paul's like, what?
1: Yeah, she has to trick me and say we're going to the park. And then I get all excited. And then we go to the doctor.
0: And I'm like, when we go to the doctor tomorrow, and he's like, what? I'm like, okay, when we go to the play called The Doctor.
1: Okay, that happened one time.
0: (laughs) What do you mean?
1: (laughs) You're acting like you have to constantly tell me.
0: So we're going to see that. And then what I'm very excited about, Mm -hmm. I am actually very excited about. Tomorrow night, Mm -hmm. we are going to see Mm -hmm. the musical comedy called Titanic, Mm -hmm. which is, I guess, like a spoof of Titanic, the movie.
1: Yes, it's the same story as the movie Titanic, except Celine Dion is in the whole thing (laughs) as Celine Dion. And my friend, Nicole Parker, is playing Celine Dion. That's for why we're here. Run. We want
0: to come see Nicole Parker. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so first of all, Nicole Parker is, I'm yeah. one of her biggest fans.
1: She's so great.
0: She's so funny. She has a hilarious one woman show that we saw years ago mm-hmm. that she does every now and then about like this aging Hollywood starlet.
1: Suitcase Full of Lies. <laughs> <laughs> full of lies. And the character is Jelaine Jenkins. Jenkins. She-
0: I love that show so much. That
1: show is so good.
0: I've seen it more than once, too. Didn't we see it twice? I only
1: saw it once.
0: I feel like we, I thought we saw it a second time. I
1: only saw it one time.
0: Huh. Did I go with someone? Did I take someone? I feel like I Mm, went a second time with someone. I did. (laughs) Yeah, I can't remember. I love that show. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: So and Nicole is not only, you know, a great impressionist and so funny and she already, you know, had a Celine Dion impression. But she's also, you know, she's musical theater. She played Alphaba on Broadway.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so she's got the chops.
0: She got the chops. Yeah. yeah she yeah. got the chops. I,
1: she posts like little clips when people she repost them on Instagram. when People put in their put her in their stories and everything. And I watch, I try to watch all of them with the sound down so there's no spoilers. Because I can tell, like, stuff is going on.
0: Oh, I haven't seen the, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want any spoilers.
1: No spoilers!
0: Yeah, and we recently, okay, so, as you know, since our last episode, there was the um, submersible, the unfortunate Mm -hmm. tragedy of the people in the submersible going to the Titanic. Yeah, it's a
1: thing that never should have happened.
0: And they, and it imploded. In case it was a big news story, so I don't think we're leaving anything out. But if you're listening to this 20 years from now, because you buried this <laughs> podcast in a time machine. <laughs> so, in the past month, apparently this billionaire guy, like, created, from what I understand, like, he made this company where he, we like, You don't have
1: to go into the whole thing.
0: Well, he, like, took a, well, I don't know. We don't, like don't, I, we
1: don't have to explain the whole back. People it's not know. the
0: whole thing. It's like, it's like literally just like a context of, like,
1: yeah, but people know this was a huge story
0: in 20 years when they when they in un- 20 years,
1: this is on them. We're not, we cannot do this show for people 20 years from now.
0: What if like that's when we finally find like our biggest? We did. <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> I think we could be alive. I'm just assuming. I think we could be alive in 20 years. Honey,
1: you think there's going to be a 20 years from now? Come on, the way things are going.
0: I mean, we might be living in like. Uh, like a mall
1: no earth has I'm going to say earth has probably 50 years left America has probably seven years left
0: mm. interesting
1: before we de- declare nuclear war on ourselves
0: so maybe the people in that went in the submersible like they're the lucky ones because maybe an anyway okay so here's the thing this thing happened where they wanted to go look at the Titanic. Yes. And it was like, it's like two miles down in the fucking ocean. And like, honestly, I didn't know this was like a thing. Mm-hmm. So when this news story was happening, it's like when the new, when the Malaysian airline disappeared, I was oh like, my god, yeah. like I became like fascinated. I was like, yeah, what? Yeah. I didn't know like you could just disappear. Like it was mm-hmm. so, you know, kind of a mystery, and then this was a mystery because people didn't know what happened to them until they did know what happened to them. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of an upsetting news story because there were like a good three or four days where you imagined yourself in like a watery coffin with four strangers, Mm -hmm. and it was scary. I found it very, like, scary. It's terrifying. Well, Anyway, so this like sparked this discussion about Titanic, because I hadn't seen the movie since it came out in the theater. Right. And I hadn't really thought about Titanic Same. since then. Like, and I don't mean the movie Titanic, I mean even just like Titanic.
1: But it, com- it comes up because other people. It comes up. There's so, so many people much. that are obsessed with that movie in particular. Yeah. You know? So it does come up,
0: and the tragedy—they're obsessed with the tragedy. Yes. Almost and by a, the way, I get, like it was even in the news list, like this week because there's some like new cruise ship that's five times the size of Titanic, mm-hmm. and it was like a big headline that was like being passed around this big picture of this ship yeah. that was yeah, yeah. like, no, thank you. Yeah. It was like eight thousand people. <laughs> I was like, do you want to go on vacation with eight thousand? Didn't
1: people? you say they shouldn't use? The name Titanic in their advertising. I said
0: that, but it was—I don't think it was an advertisement as much. It was like press releases. But then, yeah. but even then, like I would, if I were like the marketing person, I'd be like, "Could you refrain from using?
1: <laughs> yeah, things?
0: I know we're five times the size yeah, of yeah, Titanic, yeah. but can you say maybe like the size of the Empire State Building instead yeah. or something like that? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, because I think they also made bigger cruise ships since the Titanic
0: <laughs> that were bigger than Titanic.
1: Yeah. Right. So they could say it's, you know, four times the size as this other ship that didn't sink.
0: Yeah, yeah, right.
1: <laughs> the one time it went out.
0: <laughs> so we were like, okay, I, well, I said, I'm going to watch Titanic. Mm-hmm. And so I started watching Titanic, and then you kind of, like, caved. You were well, doing I was, something else. I
1: was signing those... Um,
0: oh, you were signing the Comedy Bang Bang The books. Comedy
1: Bang Bang books, and... Uh, I saw that you turned it on. I was listening to something.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. And I was
1: like, oh, yeah, Titanic. We're, we should probably watch that. Because we're also
0: going to see Titanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you,
1: know, you know there's going to be a bunch of specific jokes. References. Yes. yes. Yes, and
0: I hadn't seen it since the theater. And yeah. also, um, just the like the Titanic itself was in the, in the conversation yes. because of that submersible or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we watched it. And I was like... I don't know. Like, I thought it kind of held up. What do you think? Um. I mean, it.
1: I was not a huge fan of it to begin with. Oh, really? Yeah. I, thought
0: say, it was... I thought, saw it in the theater like the weekend it came out, I think. And I was pretty impressed. Yeah.
1: No, technically, it's like. It's amazing. It's beautiful. Well, there's to look at. detail.
0: I mean, like yes. a lot of. I liked when they absolutely one of my favorite parts of the movie was when they showed like the wreckage mm-hmm. of like a certain stateroom or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. then they like it bled into like the current. Mm-hmm. Like we were back in time. Yeah, the like recreation a bled, of like, the set.
1: Yeah, and no, I was yeah.
0: like, oh, that was fucking cool. Yeah,
1: absolutely. You I know? mean, it's it's. Uh, it's really well directed. I The story is, like, a boring, to me, love story. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing special about it. <laughs> and there's a lot of shit, like, his little Italian friend is like, "Who, oh boy. That didn't... You know...
0: Wait, that, like, guy was, like, clearly from, like, Nebraska or something. I mean, like, it, yeah. it, if he was... Yeah.
1: And then, like...
0: I mean, they wanted to show, like, all the different people. Yeah, I know. You know.
1: Yeah, I get why they did it. <laughs> like, I'm, but, not, I'm not confused as to their motives.
0: But like the bear, they are against casting Italian actors. To but, play actors. That's right. That's right. Like, under no circumstances can we cast <laughs> any Italian actors to play Italians.
1: But then there's Kathy Bates as Molly Brown and just, like, oof. That it's it's corny to me, you know what I mean. I I I was a little too old for Titanic when that movie came out. <laughs> I was a little too old to be swept away by it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I think I was like, cause I was like, yeah, I think I was in the right zone for Absolutely, it. Absolutely, I think yeah. I was like in the perfect zone for yeah. it. Yeah, 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 like it was. I just remember I was in grad school when I saw it, so I was like, you know, studying i my acting or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, there were 10 of us in the class. Mm-hmm. We did not get along. I think I've referenced that before. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of the guys in um, my class. I won't say his name <laughs> in case he's a listener. I just remember, like after the movie, we were all came, like, it was like the next week in class, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my god, did you see Titanic?" Mm-hmm. And he's Canadian, so he's like, oh, "I'm sorry, but <sighs> Kate Winslet is like fat."
1: Or oh, Jesus. and I was
0: like, "What?" I mean, he's like, "I mean, I can't believe it. Like she was da-da-da. The... And I was like, "Okay, for so in my mind, like I remembered that because." You know, he was like body shaming this mm-hmm. movie star mm-hmm. and we were not movie stars. We were just like drama <laughs> students. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I remember like one of the things that we learned in early days drama school, mm-hmm. which is so not would not be taught now. Mm-hmm. Was like uh figure out like where you fit in the ecosystem. Oh, yeah. Are you yeah, like yeah. a leading lady and ingenue a character actress and then and it was like one of the lessons like well how do you know if you're like a leaning lady and it's like take off all your clothes and look in the mirror and say to yourself would someone want to fuck you
1: wow is that true yes jesus christ if you're
0: not you're a character Jesus Christ! Like, hmm, okay, I think I'm a character.
1: Wow!
0: I'm a character because I'm funnier than all you motherfuckers, anyway. <laughs> wow! Um, yeah. So, but like, it's so funny to me because, you know, the industry is attempting to change. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's like a famous story about Kate Winslet too, like, uh, where someone asked. Like her manager or agent about what size she was or something, and th- mm-hmm. and they were like, "Do you want a model or do you want an actress?"
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was like, "Oh, that's kind of badass," but also it's stupid that anyone would ask anything about Academy Award winner. winner yeah, Kate
1: Winslet. I would also I don't know if that's the greatest response at the time. Yes, <laughs> now I would say.
0: Fuck you yes. and the horse you rode yeah, in fuck you. You put, please put that on the Yes, I will.
1: Thank of you. course I will.
0: So God. anyway, so I just remember him saying that after seeing this movie, which I was like, you know, at the time was like blown away by or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I'm going to see, I'm going to check out Kate Win- naked Kate Winslet in this rewatching of it to see right. like, you know, did she present as, you know, whatever. And like she could not be more like slender in that. <laughs> no. It's <laughs> it was, wild. Like, it was, like literally like She oh.
1: in no way looks outside the norm of conventionally attractive people.
0: <laughs> like she's fucking tiny, crazy. Tiny this, ways. That's how fucked tiny, up this country is. Like, but also then like but then what is so funny is like d- you know, decades later, yeah. me remembering this person and them saying that in this moment and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started to question if it was just, like, a troll. Like, we weren't online then. Right, right, right. Right? Yeah. But, like, if you were, like, this was before internet. Mm -hmm. Well, although internet kind of existed, but nothing existed where you could troll people. Not like that. Not like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I was like, oh, is this what trolling was Mm -hmm, before social media?
1: Yeah, because there have always been people like that.
0: Yeah, like he was just saying that because he knew it would make all the women in the class feel completely deregulated. Yeah. You know, because we already were like insecurely scared about our futures in this industry. Yeah. And like it was just a way for him to gain some semblance of kind of like. Ownership or authority or or control no, it's like it's
1: you know knocking other people down to build yourself up it's like the status story
0: like he either thought that Kate Winslet was not thin enough to show her naked body in that movie or he was trolling his colleagues and classmates right. which is worse which do you think is well, worse? it could
1: be both couldn't it
0: wow that's really fucked up.
1: Yeah. That guy sucked. Yeah. Whoever he was or is.
0: I mean, hopefully he like evolved or whatever, but.
1: Yeah, I hope so.
0: I haven't kept up with him. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> anyway, so what uh, what else do you remember about the movie Titanic? Like what what did you, what else did you
1: uh, think? I remember Billy Zane was a great bad guy. Mm-hmm. He, he absolutely was detestable. Um, I forgot. He was great in the movie. Yeah. He was very well used. And I forgot that he had a butler who cared who, too much about Billy Zane. Who, who was, who was like, like
0: willing to murder people for yeah, him. Yeah. 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 I totally forgot for about no that. For no reason. I totally forgot about that. For absolutely
1: no reason. Like they frame this kid. Also, everyone's on dying. Yeah. And it's like,
0: well, like just, I'm going like, to
1: chain you to this thing and let you die. <laughs> like, what
0: the fuck? Well, they're all going to die anyway. Yeah. So it's like, mm, okay.
1: Um, I forgot that there were a couple false endings where. They end up running back into the ship and. Uh,
0: yes, I forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot that Kate Winslet was like, never mind. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. She spits yeah.
1: in Billy Zane's face and runs away. Yeah. Which pays off that she learned how to spit. Yes. Um, She's
0: the star, though, like more oh, than Leo. Absolutely, she is. And the camera knew it because yeah. I'll tell you, like, when they introduce Kate Winslet in the movie, mm-hmm. she has this, like, shot where she steps out of a horseless carriage Yeah, and she kind of has a hat tilted down and yes. then and then she looks up at Titanic and the camera like zooms down on her Yeah, and you're clearly like okay
1: it's her story it's her
0: story yeah for sure and then when Leo is introduced it's like who gives a fuck yeah I mean almost like the camera didn't give a fuck they're showing like this messy poker game yeah and yeah yeah and I was like, "That's so weird to me because like, he they made it seem like he was also just as important."
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But really, it was, it was her story.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure.
0: Like the movie could have been called Rose. Yeah, and she was great. She was great. She was great. She was great. And, and
1: the the ship sinking stuff is still really amazing and everything.
0: Totally. There's
1: some ridiculous shit about. About it, I thought it but... was
0: weird. I had forgotten, kind of, that, like, Rose,
1: mm-hmm.
0: when she goes to, like, when she's, like, 90 or whatever, mm-hmm. and she goes to the ship, mm-hmm. and she has all of her stuff, and it's kind of comedic. Mm-hmm. Comedic. Because mm-hmm. she, like, shows up with all of her stuff. That, like, she's essentially going to die over Titanic. Mm-hmm. Like, the character. Of Rose mm-hmm. leads this full life, and then goes back to Titanic with all her pictures of her crazy full life around her, oh, and she goes she, to die. She
1: dies on that boat.
0: Yes, because after r- she
1: throws the thing in the ocean. Well,
0: yes, because remember they doesn't he say like I want you to have like babies and yeah, you're gonna
1: die the, in your bed surrounded by your family, surrounded by your family,
0: yeah. and she was like, no, no, I won't. Of my, heart or so- my heart will go on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the word, but the, whatever the implication was, it mm-hmm. seemed to me like they were implying that she came back, that this was like her final act. She threw the heart of the ocean right. necklace into the sea and she put all of those pictures around her to die. Right. That that was like her final thing.
1: I mean. I had
0: kind of like forgotten that that was sort of how. I couldn't
1: remember if she died on that boat or if she was then back home and died back home. No, we
0: never see her back home. We just see her going.
1: Brought all her shit with her. (laughs) So she knew she was going to die.
0: She that was like She
1: was like, All right, I'm gonna humor these assholes, tell them my whole story, then I'm gonna throw this necklace in the ocean, and yes. then I'm going to promptly die.
0: Like she could have also, like, maybe given the necklace to her sweet granddaughter who was her yeah, caretaker.
1: Exactly. Why did she keep it for so long? Was she waiting for someone to ask her?
0: The story. Yeah. Just almost, and also, it made it seem like she never told the story until then. Yeah, which I think is kind of cool, though. I mean, it would to be, be honest, would,
1: to sit on a story like that and not tell anybody, anybody. for eighty years and then or think whatever, like
0: she was never going to get to tell yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I actually kind of respect it. Like, I like James Cameron. He did like accomplish so much with that visual movie, mm. but I appreciated the corny screenplay i actually mm-hmm. liked it i liked the I corniness that. of the screen yeah. like to me it was like he was going for something yeah. very treacly like saccharine yes. and hey, look
1: i get that i'm not immune to that either it's just this particular one did not do it for me
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 and anyway, so that was that. What else? It's been a month. I mean, we haven't checked in since. Well, hold on.
1: So the other stuff we're gonna see. We're gonna see Kimberly Akimbo on Sunday.
0: I'm excited to see that one. Which
1: neither of us, what's great is we don't we know, know anything saying.
0: about it. We but know then know Scott said again, Scott Ackerman, he was like, because he just good. saw it, yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna take Scott's. I I trust Scott. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So we're very excited about that because it's supposed to be great. And friend, our friend Tatiana. Natalie knows oh. uh, Bonnie Milligan, who just won the Tony.
0: Oh, that's right, she won for, the Tony. Uh,
1: Kimberly Akimbo, she has an amazing voice.
0: Apparently, we're being we, we are being promised a um um an intro to Bonnie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we've been not promised. We've been threatened. We've been, like, it's been dangled.
1: Right, right It's been right. dangled. Yeah, because we still have not met.
0: That we might get to meet Tony our Bonnie. Yes,
1: exactly. Hey, we'll hang out by the stage door, like all the other I mean, set.
0: I'll do what it, you know, whatever. the stage door Johnny's. <laughs> and then we're seeing our friend Tatiana Maslany. In Grey
1: House, which is a spooky play, which I'm very excited and about. And then
0: we fly back to New York unless our flights get canceled, because guess what? To
1: Los Angeles, dear.
0: Um... But guess what? It, it rains. Uh, so I have another friend coming into town and uh, just learned that their flight was canceled tomorrow morning mm-hmm. to come in. Yes. And I was like, oh, are know, we going to get stuck in New York I know next some week? people who
1: also, they're finally on their way, but they got, they had to land in Pittsburgh because the rain was so bad here.
0: Oh, wow.
1: And now they're finally underway. So they'll be here. Interesting. And we'll see them tomorrow night at Titanic.
0: Oh, is that right?
1: Yeah, or tonight, I should say.
0: Do I get to? Do I get to know who they are? It's Brett and
1: Dana. No one's talking to you.
0: <laughs> Wait, Brett and Dana are coming to Titanic. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Were you trying to like surprise me or something? No. Oh. <laughs> it's just me.
1: I just hadn't to talked to you about it.
0: Very weird.
1: They, yeah, they. I think after, I you know we got actually cuz we were all we were all talking about it like as soon as Nicole booked this job cuz we all know her and we're like oh my god we got to come see you and then when we you and I made our plans we made our plans and I shared them they're like okay we're going to do it
0: i think that's brilliant yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay that's going to be so fun it's going to be fun okay. i think they're sitting right behind us no way
1: yeah oh my god and baby we're in the splash zone for titanic
0: uh-uh. Yeah. Because the thing, I brought my rain gear. Exactly. <laughs> I brought my rain gear. Batches. Batches. Not...
1: Yeah. Batches. batches.
0: Batches. Batches. So do you think we'll get stranded here? Um, I'm concerned on... Well, I don't know. Like, it, I didn't see... I don't know if I saw rain for when we're leaving. Mm. But I don't know. It's a mess. Like, the it's a mess. a mess.
1: The world's a mess.
0: And... You know, everyone, like, flights are getting canceled or delayed, and I don't know. We're just sometimes we're lucky to get anywhere at this point.
1: Girl, that's the truth.
0: You know, and then we got to go back to, like, there's a heat advisory in Los Angeles. I hope our Los Angeles friends are hydrating right now.
1: I know, uh, man. People are on the picket lines. I
0: was like glad that we got in stuck in the water. rain because I was like, oh, we're not in the heat of Los Angeles. And now we're like returning to Los yeah, Angeles. I and we're, we're, we're not required to pick it, but we're required to pick it. Yeah, you got Does to. Does that make sense? Yeah, you have to. And it's yeah. like, ugh, I've been like supporting the fucking writers for fucking two yeah. <laughs> Now I have to like. <laughs> this is why
1: it's a fight. You know, this is what people mean when they, they say they want fight. to
0: exhaust us. Yeah, they do. They want to break us. They, they want do. to exhaust us. They're not us. going to. No, they can't because we to. don't have a choice. No. Like, we have to win this fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, like, a lot of people are talking about how this is a bigger moment for a lot of labor in America. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I mean, I hope that it does promote gains in other areas. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I guess it depends on how this ends. Yeah. Like if we don't win, then we're not going to be helping labor in other areas. Exactly.
1: And it's like labor right now is across the board everywhere. People that they're just trying to pay you less for more work. And you know, that's the, and they it really ramped up. I think during or after COVID as a result of COVID when they had their whole Supply chain shit and everything. And then all then of a they sudden, they wanted
0: to blame everything on the pandemic. Yes, and so it's they like, wanted to wait. Say, we're broke. What, and you're what like, wait, can we do? Th- a lot of these companies did so well during the pandemic. Yeah. They're like lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wait so Okay. So this was kind of a crazy experience. So yesterday, you were like, I'm not well. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to take care of myself. Like, I'm going to go do like my own kind of day. Mm -hmm. So I go and I was like, well, I'm going to go see that Carl (laughs) Lagerfield exhibit up at the Met because I was like, you know, I could see like you probably like if I really wanted to go, I could like talk you into it, but it wasn't like you were like, hey, we got to go see that Carl Lagerfield exhibit at the Met. I know there's going to be fans there. (laughs) I want to see all his fans. Wait, I didn't know about the fans.
1: Oh, you know, that was like his signature thing was he would carry a fan around.
0: Oh, there no. were no fans there. That's it was weird. His designs, his designs are there.
1: But in the gift shop?
0: No, the gift shop was like coffee table books, like galore.
1: These fucking idiots didn't sell fans.
0: I don't remember the fans.
1: Am I thinking of the right person? I don't know. <laughs> I have to look it up. I feel like I'm going crazy.
0: Now I feel bad because i like I'm saw this exhibit like I should be the expert on Carl Lagerfeld. <laughs> So i go um so I go to the Met, and so like, first of all, it's fucking crowded like mm-hmm. i the Met's huge, and it was like a Wednesday or whatever what was it yesterday, wait, Thursday, I think I went, I can't remember whatever. <laughs> It was like a day when I didn't think it should be crowded. Do you Mm. know what I'm saying? Like, and also like in general, we were kind of like, isn't it funny? We're going to New York when no one is in New York. Like it's usually so empty in the summer and it's been fucking (laughs) like slammed and crowded everywhere we've gone. So I guess that's not the case. Yeah. So anyway, although all of our friends are gone, which is hilarious because we were like, guys, we're going to be in New York. And everyone was like, I'm going to the beach suckers. And so, anyway, what'd you learn?
1: Yeah, he held fans a lot. He always had a fan.
0: That was like not centered in the story of his. Well, because life. it was
1: it was a personal thing that he did, not necessarily in part his... of his design. Okay, but you would think at the gift shop they there'd be a fucking
0: fan with his well, face on. Well, I didn't go deep in the gift shop because it was so fucking crowded, and I was like, I knew I wasn't going to buy anything. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, because I was already there, and you know, so like I'm being like bombarded for days about is Sagan and strike. You're staying up, you know, and I did stay up kind of late to see when the, when the contract expired mm-hmm. and it's just been like constant text threads. Like, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? You know, like, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. and so like then, so I'm like walking around the Met and it's crazy. And I'm already like listening, like my earbuds, like listening to podcasts or like just trying to deal with my day in New York, like mm-hmm. by myself, like, Love in my life, and it's like I'm getting like my mom, and you know, like it's on. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, oh my god, like all of these like non-union people texting mm-hmm. me, like randos that I've met like online and mm-hmm. stuff that I've, you know, maybe should not have given my number to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like whatever, okay. like that are like texting me all the time, and um. Like that live in other states and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, that follow this. And um, and so I was like, OK, so. I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. And so I pull up, I get this email from SAG that's like this press conference is happening. So I start like playing the press conference on my iPhone in my earbuds Mm -hmm. when I'm like walking through this giant museum exhibit Mm -hmm. and there's like people everywhere. And I'm literally listening to like Fran Drescher, like burn the barn down. (laughs) And I was like, wow, uh, like a lot has happened because, you know, like people were thinking that, you know the leadership of SAG was going to cave and everything. Mm -hmm. And it was just like this surreal experience of watching this live press conference while all my friends were texting me. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Oh my gosh, we're doing this. Like it's happening. And it was just weird.
1: This modern age.
0: I just thought that was like a weird experience and I wanted to share it. Honey, thank you. Well, that was my story (laughs) of being in New York and being told that I'm on strike. Mm hmm. From far away. Also, I, I shouldn't have said that about giving my phone number to people. It was just like just a couple. I, I, I was not. Now people are going to be like, were you talking about me? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm like people that are not in this industry. Right. Yes. That want to have convers like are sending me things after the fact. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, did you hear the writers on strike? And yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like, oh.
1: So don't worry, Randos. She was not talking about you. All right. We should wrap it up. Um, How
0: are you doing? How are you feeling? How good? I'm ready to go to bed. Okay, you made it through. You're going to do some NyQuil for your little summer cold. I don't have any. Yeah, I thought we bought some at the at the date. That was like a one
1: night supply. It was two tablets.
0: Are you fucking kidding? I'm not. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Also, I
1: think it was expired. (laughs) I don't think it did. I'll
0: run to the bodega next door. I don't care.
1: No, honey, I'm fine.
0: No, get it. I don't think
1: I'm gonna have trouble falling asleep.
0: I brought some pot sleepy gummies. Yeah, right?
1: that's all I need.
0: Take one of those. I will. And um, I was like, no, that was so funny that you said it was only one dose because when we were checking out the bodega and they were like eight ninety nine, I was like, wow, that's kind of reasonable for all the stuff we bought and yeah. Nyquil. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then now you're telling me like it was literally just like one like five dollar dose of Nyquil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: What do we get? We got a dose of NyQuil, a, a little I pack of cookies. I got some gummy cu- candy. Some gummy candy. Was that it? Yes. And it was fucking $8.
0: And I was like, wow, like the NyQuil is like so, re- like, uh, yeah. But I'm, I'm going to get all my what? NyQuil here. But you know what? Name brand.
1: Name brand. Not Genere. Um. All Not right. Genere. We're going to wrap it up. Thank you all for listening. If you would like to hear uh, the recaps that we do and just like that and some other bonus stuff, you can subscribe to our Substack. Um, Substack also, you can subscribe for free and that will give you updates on things.
0: This Substack is at weekendwater.substack.com. You just have to enter an email address and we update everyone on what's going on, including Paul's live shows. So if you want to know about his Varietopia appearances, it's a good place to sign up. If you want to know about, I don't know. You can skip my stuff if you don't care about my stuff, which is fine. I'm not. I'll don't take you <laughs> dare!
1: No one skips Janie's stuff. <laughs> no one puts baby stuff in a corner.
0: I write some. I write. I do a little writing. Yeah. I do a little updates. You know. Yeah, we want
1: to use it as a creative outlet, and you know, post. More and stuff right on
0: now, your... it's all we have yeah. because the writers are on strike, the That's actors exactly are on strike. Right. That's exactly right. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I might. Had to start looking in mid August for like a civilian. No,
1: we'll get. We'll get. get I don't. There's always a vaudeville.
0: (laughs) Um, Speaking
1: of which, I will be uh, bringing Varietopia to the Aladdin Theater in Portland August 26th. That show is sold out. Um, But I'm also doing. Was there
0: like a wait list? Is that why you announced?
1: Uh, Well, just because people like trade tickets online and shit like that. So who knows? Um, and then uh, in October, I will be at the Bell House with Varietopia. Yes. Uh, first show is sold out. Second show, there's still tickets for. Do you remember the dates? Um, I want to say the 14th and the 15th of October, but it's all at com slash live. And then November at the Music Farm in Charleston, South Carolina.
0: The weekend before Thanksgiving.
1: Looking forward to that.
0: Yes, that is going to be a first. You've never played Music Farm before. That's
1: right. But for everything, you can go to com slash live. Which is also
0: tickets. on our Week in Water page. We have a special tab there. That's right. That's right. And we have all of our archives up. Yeah. So you can listen to all of our bonus content, including our watch-alongs. They're all there.
1: They're all there. So there you go.
0: So, guys, thanks for being uh, with us. And we will have another uh, Stay of Home Kids in August. And until then, stay, stay safe. safe. Stay Stay sane sane and and stay strong. strong.